Yes, I'm back today. Today is Saturday. I'm recording a little early because I got a lot of things on my mind. Today's topic is about things that we need to unlearn that we were taught as children. Because later on in life, we come to find out that whatever was being passed on from generations, our parents, whatever, it wasn't always quite the right thing. But we just listened to our parents and we did it. But a lot of things that we learned as children growing up, we need to unlearn them and tweak it a little bit or just do something different. First of all, and I know that everybody understands this one. When you was a child, your parents would always say, eat everything on your plate. Or if you didn't, if you don't eat all your food, you're not going outside. Now, as we have grown to become adults, we are either you or somebody you know has diabetes, heart issues, strokes, knee problems, and all that. So, your parents forcing you to eat all the food wasn't a good thing. Because a lot of times, all it did, it stretched your stomach out. And now as you got older, you got a big gut. So, our parents is to blame for some of this overweightness. Especially growing up. The food was unhealthy. We didn't have as much healthy food as we do do now. But you might have a plate of biscuits, hog malt, whatever it was. It wasn't, it, it shouldn't have been told to us to eat everything on our plate. Another thing parents or grandparents would say, Work hard, work hard. I say, I say work smart. It's not all about working hard. Because you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta preserve your body. And I know I was told that in the first few jobs I had, I was always working hard. But now that I look back, people around me was watching me work hard. And they were taking their time preserving their bodies. But it's always, you know, we was always told to work hard. But now, as you get older, you realize you have to work smart and not hurt yourself. And this is a main, this is one, what I'm about to talk about, this is serious. In the black community. I don't know about any other communities, but I know the black communities. Growing up, we're taught we're taught to keep secrets. Keeping secrets. And I just don't think that that's that's a good thing. That's why one of the reasons why your dad or your granddad has so many kids, so many side kids, side babies. Stuff like that, we were keeping secrets or they didn't want us to know. Or they would say, don't you be messed with that girl. 
knowing the whole while that he doesn't father so many children. And it's, you know, it's crazy because just that secret alone by what your daddy and granddaddy passed down, just think about how many cousins you might have slept with or kissed or whatever. But it's just something. We, we, we just, you know, keeping secrets. Or parents always say, don't you run your mouth about nothing that goes on in this house. They're always telling you, don't speak up, speak on nothing that goes on in this house. And say, I think that, like, not saying that all the men would have were abusive, but I think a lot of times, like when black women grow up, they're getting abused, uh, molested, because everybody always have that crazy ass uncle in the family and he's done stuff but the family know that they don't want him locked up or anything so they protect him they keep quiet about a lot of things but I think that's why a lot of black women grow up keeping secrets that they should have put out and some of these secrets should have put people in jail but they're taught to be strong and to be, you know, keep things to themselves. So the black family, we got to stop keeping secrets and stop stop being mad at each other. You know, you, you got to, you know, you, you just got to speak on it. Another thing I was taught, work and save all your money which is is we have to partially unlearn this because you shouldn't work and just save all your money you work you make money you invest money scared money don't make money so you got to invest money but growing up I was all I personally myself was always taught to work and save your money but now 2020 that's not the case you got to you got to vet, invest you got to find something to invest your money in and i'm not talking about no damn lottery tickets either but if you want to buy a lottery lottery ticket every now and then i understand that but it's just you know, you got to do something to have like a side hustle, something that you invest in. It. And while we're on the topic of money, a lot of times we would like me, I'm using myself again. You know, you want to get that first car so bad, you want to purchase a car. And if you buy a car, a lot of times the car, the car is have payments but we're not paying attention to the interest rate now that car might be $2,000 but the interest rate 17-18% 
you're paying for that car and a fourth of it all over again. But we're taught we want to get out and buy a car so, so much, so fast. But a lot of times, if you're buying a vehicle, sometimes you might even buy it twice. You have to find out what the interest rate. Just because that car is $100 a month and you feel like, you know, okay, this is this is good for me. I could, I could do this. It's not good if the interest rate is, you know, 20%. And this is, this is another deep one. Whipping and beating your kids for things that they've done wrong. Now, that right there, that's, that's all nationalities. White, black, Mexicans, or whoever. That need to be something that we need to unlearn. Because it's not the right thing to do. If you beat your children, they will grow up traumatized, PTSD, and all kinds of things. And that's the reason now a lot of children are on meds and the family can't figure out figure it out. But if you think about it, growing up, getting beatings all the time, you know, you're traumatized. You're either going to want to beat somebody else or it's just going to mess you up. And a lot of times, if you, if you are a parent now, you got to realize, if you have a child and he's three or four years old running through the house or whatever the case may be, he might run through, knock something over, whatever. If you break a glass, the glass can be replaced. But you, you do not take your belt off and beat this child. Because mentally, he'll be fucked up forever. You can't do it. Now, you can uh, you can talk to him because a lot of things that children do, they're children. You know, they don't know everything yet. I mean, hell, we're adults. And we still don't know everything. So if a child does something, don't just want to take your belt off and beat them. It's other ways to get their attention, take their phone, or just 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 do something. But don't put no physical abuse on a child. And me myself, growing up, I got a lot of beatings. Now I don't know if it fucked me up or what, but I know. Like, my mom, I got beatings with belts, switches, stitching cords, and all. And I, I'm not going to say that I'm traumatized from it, but it could be something that can tick me off. And I really want to do something real bad if I get real angry. I'd rather do something than talk it out. Now, I'm blaming that on my mama from beating me as a kid. But hey, what they say? Hey, God ain't through with me yet. Okay, the next one I find, well, it's it's something else that we need to, to change. If you have a daughter, I don't think that you need to automatically 
put her on birth control and not have the conversation. Because how I grew up, most of the girls were put on birth control. But to me, if you put them on birth control and you're not having a conversation, you're really telling her that she can go out there and fuck all she wants. Because she's not going to get pregnant. I think a conversation about sex, you and the father, will, will help the child. And it, it can't be just one conversation. It has to be a continuous conversation about sex, AIDS, diseases, pregnancies, and all. And you're really not trying to threaten her. So you're trying to give her knowledge. And if you give her knowledge and she's comfortable, she'll be comfortable enough to tell you when she's ready to have sex. But what we were taught growing up you, I've heard parents say, you better not go out there and get pregnant or I'm going to kill you or I'm going to beat your ass. You better not go get pregnant. You know, I mean, boys, see, see, boys, if they get a girl pregnant, they don't have to bring the child back home. That's why parents wasn't as hard on boys. But girls, they was threatening. And to me, as a father now, how can you give a girl a pill and threaten to kill her if she gets pregnant? But that's what went on in the 70s and 80s. But now I hope that you're talking to your daughters or whatever, telling them about sex or whatever, because it's going to happen, but you just don't want to threaten them. You want to let them know that as a parent that you're there because if, if, if you're cool about it, like I said, if they want to have sex, you know, they'll talk to you. And, you know, you still got to be a parent at the end, of the end of the day. But you want the child to be responsible and talking to you. And she's ready to take that next step. Uh, and... I say this again, growing up black in the African-American communities, we always think, not always, but a lot of times we're convinced that our child can make it in sports, make it to the NBA, make it to the NFL, particularly those two sports. And it's possible, but if you look at the percentages of kids that's making it, Hell, what is it? One every 200,000 or whatever? The chances are slim. So, as, as your child grows, you need to be real with your child. And don't have him thinking that he can only grow up to be an athlete. Because I think if you, at an early age... If you're passing him books to read, because he, he's, 
you're giving him knowledge. Give him books to read, him or her. And don't always put a basketball in his or her hand thinking that, okay, this is our way out of of poverty or this is how we're going to make it. Because just remember, the world needs lawyers, doctors, and hey, a few good politicians. And what better way to start your child out, season him at an early age, one, two-year-old, one, two, three, little books in their hand, put books in their hand. Always get them into reading something. No matter what it is, they need to read. Because the making a professional athlete is very slim chances. And another one, another thing, this 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 I'm about to touch on. Growing up, I know the male figures that I was around, they always taught the boys to be hard. You know, you want to be hard and tough. Okay, I understand that. But the reason we have to unlearn it because sometimes as men, we we should be able to cry and show emotions. Crying and showing emotions don't make you weak. Sometimes that's 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 why a lot of men we're, we're uptight or whatever. We got shit going on, but we're holding back, keeping secrets, because that's what we was taught growing up. And afraid to cry. And bouncing off of what I said earlier, getting beatings, getting spankings, getting punched. Your mom, your dad would say something like, uh, I better not hear you cry. Because if I hear you cry, I'm going to give you something to cry about. And that was the wrong thing. Because here we go again. We're holding stuff in. And to piggyback off, we're keeping secrets. We're letting stuff stay in. Instead of getting it out. Because a lot of times, a lot of people that you talk to, they're going through something. But a lot of times, letting a person vent. Venting is just like talking to a counselor. So... If, a male, if you're a male figure and it's something that you want to say, get off your chest, just say it. And don't be afraid to cry. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not saying just go out in public and cry. But if you're in a relationship with a female or whatever, hey, don't be afraid to cry. Real men, just like they say, real men wear pink. Real men are, real men shed tears. Because all it is, it, to me, it's like a cleansing. you flushing toxins out when you just want to cry. Because sometimes it may be something that could, that one second could change your life for the worst. But sometimes you need to say, you know what? Let me go in here, take a deep breath, and shed a few tears. And... Like I said, we were always taught to be tough. But as grown men, it's okay to cry. 
It's okay to cry. It's okay to tell another man you love him. It's okay. It's okay to tell to tell anybody you love them. Because now the world, the world, twenty twenty has shown us shown shown us so much hate and envy. We need to end off twenty twenty and telling somebody that you love them and you care about them, no matter who it is. End off twenty twenty. Use this last month. Got a month of December. Let somebody know how you feel about them. Because people are leaving here fast. Reach out to somebody. Hey, man, what's going on? Or, hey, sis, what's going on? You know I love you. And that's it. And thank y'all for listening.